0: Hello, Zeros, thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that's sorry we punched your face. We're here today to talk to you about the movie Solo, a Star Wars story, or Solo colon, a Star Wars story. I'm your host Joe, and I brought with me two members of the Crimson Dawn. We've got Corey. The podcast
1: has never tried to uninvite a Wookiee to a party. And sequel. Everything you've heard
2: about this podcast is true. We had Matt with um, the only podcast that is so glad
1: we took this job. And I have an honorable mention of the podcast that's all right. My thumbs
0: hurt. Before we get into movie stuff, though, I have an email. It's from Tom, and it's called Another Email. Tom writes, Dear Zeros, I just finished the 100th episode extravaganza, and I've got to say, y'all don't disappoint. I had to listen to it in bits and pieces, and wow, that was that a good episode. Some random thoughts I have. One, I especially love the 10 things pre-podcast ritual. I think I might start doing that at work. I'm sure everyone at work will hate you for this.
1: (laughs) I won't. I think it's a good idea, Tom. Do you work with him?
0: Do it. (laughs) (laughs) Two. During my 100th episode questions, I had asked which zeros would be on which side in Civil War. I think I am some sort of prophet because of the final matchup in the 100th bracket. I'll wait to be showered with roses. (laughs) That being said, for that to be the final bracket in your first episode, poetic as fuck. Bravo.
1: The interesting nature of how things all connected during the 100th episode was not lost on us.
0: No. Yeah. But that bullshit one, Three. <laughs> Matt, you're more than just comic book lore. Don't let myself or anyone else sell you short. You're also a sex addict. Get some help. <laughs> 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 just kidding. You do you. You put me in stitches almost any time you open your mouth. Four, if you all had one wish for the podcast going forward, what would it be? I want more listeners. A couple, couple thousand more listeners? Yeah. I'd like to expand our content to other movies. One day. One day. And number five, in terms of jokes, yes, Matt is War Machine, Frank is Hawkeye, hashtag confirmed. <laughs> Thank you all again for 100 episodes of Amazingness. Here's to 100 more. Tom. P-S-Z-T-H-Podcast at gmail.com Shazam! What? I was getting <laughs> beer.
1: I was getting beer. Go God oh, damn it! Damn it. <laughs> God. Call me off guard, <laughs> son of a bitch! Ah.
0: Time well played.
1: <laughs>
0: we got him. <laughs> that was planned. It wasn't, but... <laughs> I can't believe That was We're great. We're in the moment. Back, to, Back to boom.
1: <laughs> Are we back to Boom? You guys. I didn't know that was gonna be one time Shazam
0: <sighs> fuck that's amazing We hey, they really gotta in. come up
1: with a different one every other so. <laughs> yeah
0: that's fair there you go keep it fresh keep it fresh <gasps> keep the people guessing
2: <laughs> guess
0: the people go
1: <laughs> jazz my up my humps. my hump.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows what it means
1: <laughs> <It's provocative. laughs>
0: Tom thanks for your email though really I know this is kind of degenerated into nonsense but if you Stop. want to be like Tom send your email to that thing I said boom <laughs> DJ's podcast if you have going to come. Boom! Boom. <laughs> cool. Now let's get into what we've been watching before we do stuff about Solo. Hey, Sequel, what'd you watch?
2: I watched four movies this week, Joe, besides what? Solo. A lot of time to kill. I don't do, like, TV shows or video games anymore, so I just put a movie in. I watched The Social Network. I love that movie. Very good movie. Holds up still. Yeah, and Justin Timberlake's phenomenal in it. I never felt that way before I watched it this time. He's an
0: underrated part of that movie. He really is. He really nails... Uh, oh, Sean, what's his name? Parker. Parker. Well, every time... like, Because I've seen it plenty
2: of times before, so if I'm on my phone or on the computer, every time he's on screen, I look up. Very good.
0: I don't think he's the greatest actor in the world. Yeah, I've seen him in other things, and he's not nearly he as good, but he was, like, the perfect mix of arrogant and, like, spoiled rich kid.
1: Right. It's exactly where he needs, like... It was the role he was meant it's to play. It's kind
0: of like he's playing Justin Timberlake. A little bit, yeah.
2: Right. So, like, <laughs> the beginning of the movie, like, Mark Zuckerberg's motivation is to get into a final club. Sean Parker is his final club. Like, that's who he's just aspiring to be. Yeah. And he's just, like, drawn to him. So, I, I enjoyed that. I also watched Saturday Night Fever. Wow. I have never seen that. Since dance movies has been like a showdown down category, like, you're brushing up like three in a row. I'm like, that's like the only one I like, and I happen to own it. It was like five bucks, so I, I put that on. You know like you've got served. You got served.
0: I've never seen you got. I've served. never seen movies. <laughs> garbage. I'm sure it is. It looks like garbage. Yeah,
2: that's uh, a that, that's a good one. I, I dig the music a lot. It's a lot of BGS. Take a run with the BGS. Nah, check that one out, Joe. You you'd, you'd enjoy it. You'd be Travolta, right?
1: It. Travolta, yes. Yeah. Every time I think of Saturday Night Vever, I'm inevitably drawn to the CPR training episode of The Office. <laughs> yeah. I can't not.
0: I'm trying to think how you made that connection.
1: No,
2: because when Michael's doing CPR, the dummy, she's like, that's way too fast. If you want, if you want to know how to like keep the measure, you uh, have to go to Staying Alive by the Beast. Right. And he's like, I love that song.
1: First I was afraid. Hey, no. I was petrified. <laughs> and, then the, and then the woman starts singing. And of course, uh, Andy jumps in and starts actually singing with them. And then out of nowhere, like the camera like, pans out, and there's just Kelly like dancing in the middle of the room. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus, it was good. It like it like fired on all of the cylinders.
2: Okay, I also watched um, a movie I'd never seen before. It was like a kind of a horror movie. It was weird. It was called um, "We Need to Talk About Kevin." Oh, uh, the movie's good. You liked it?
1: I liked it. It was weird. It was I didn't very know, strange. I don't know what
2: to make of it. I think I've heard of it. It has um, the reason I watched it because it has Tilda Swinton and uh, Ezra Miller. So like, oh, the ancient one in the flesh. So <laughs>
1: it's it's not it's not particularly a great movie, but it's I, like as far as like thriller horror movies go, like I found it I found it enjoyable enough. I guess it's a horror mystery because yeah. you're trying to figure
2: out what this kid did. Yep. So the premise of the movie is Tilda Swinton has a son named Kevin who hates. Is,
0: is it Ezra Miller?
2: It is Ezra Miller. But like this kid hates his mom from a toddler all the way up to a teenager. Hmm. Like he will cry and carry on as an infant, and as soon as the dad, played by John C. Riley, enters the room, stop crying. The kid refused to be potty trained till he was like seven years old, just so his mom would have to change his diaper. Wow! What a spiteful dick.
1: So you did that so that uh, you did there
2: yeah and then um, you find out the kid does something really terrible and they allude to it because it jumps back in time like present day to then like the kid growing up it does a pretty good job of that I don't know if I liked it or not
1: okay.
2: if I had so to, one of
0: those kind of movies got yeah to.
2: if I had to, to stone it I would give it a question mark I just don't know can we do that? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of against the spirit of the show. It's that. That's very true. And then the uh, fourth one I watched was Star Trek Beyond because I haven't seen that since it came out. It's free.
1: It's that's up on free. Amazon right now. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't. Know. I think it's on Netflix too, isn't it? Is Might it really? be. I didn't. I oh wait, just, no, it's, it is on Amazon. I'm pretty sure it's an Amazon. I'm thinking of. I just
2: popped it in. It was. I have it. So. But it's 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 fine. It's a fine movie. Yeah, it's... it's, I, it's
0: my the plus. third best Star Trek, new Star Trek movie, and it's not a bad thing. <laughs> no, so that's it. That's the four movies. Corey, what did you watch, friend? I am continuing on
1: with Bones. We're powering through that show. The show's fine. It's it is like the quintessential throw it on the background type show. Like I, it, at no point am I like sucked in, <laughs> like hold, yeah, like <laughs> sucked in, holding on, like. Oh my god, what what new piece of evidence are they gonna... Like, I just don't care that much. What is um,
0: Bones gonna do now? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. And I also started uh, re-watching Band of Brothers. Nice. That I fucking That's love. That's one of
0: your favorite shows. It is. We learned that in the 100th episode.
1: We did, yeah. That might be why it, like... Sparked your interest. It sparked... I, I'm in love with that show. I think it's beautifully shot, acted really well. Tom Hardy's in it.
0: Wow, Tom Hardy's in everything I'm finding yeah. out.
1: Yeah, I, I, I watched the, um... Today I watched the episode where they where they stumble across concentration camps. The concentration camp, I should say. And, like, very early on, it's, like, at that point in the war where they're not fighting seriously anymore. They're kind of just, like, walking in, like, inhabiting a town, making sure it's clear, and then, like, moving on further and closer to Berlin or whatever. And so they start, like, hooking up with all, like the German girls, and they start just taking shit from houses and all that good shit. And, very early on, it's Tom Hardy just fucking the shit out of this German girl. You're like, is that? Do you like that? (laughs) (laughs) He was a fucking stick. Seriously, Joe, he looked like you. He was like...
0: (laughs) What a handsome young Tom Hardy.
1: (laughs) I mean, yeah, of course he was good looking, but like, as far as, like, muscular builds, he looked like you. Very, very, like... Cut but skinny all at the same time, it was crazy. Because I'm used to seeing him as kind of a more jacked human being as he is now.
0: As he matured, I'm sure he put on the LBs of muscle.
1: The muscle, the muscle LBs. Uh, That's all I've been watching, Joe. What about you?
0: I watched. Well, first of all, I watched season two of 13 Reasons Why to catch up the sequel so I could talk to him him about it. Which we did pre show, and we don't have to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it now, I'm just going to say I'm. Not as good as season one And I really hope they don't bring it back for season three Because I'm not sure emotionally I can take it I'm done with it Yeah, they should have stopped at one And the other two things I watched were movies I watched Wanted Because they added it to Netflix It's decent, I like McAvoy in it And I watched the original Mummy movie From the 1930s Wow, Ooh, Universal no, the,
1: uh, the Universal Monsters huh?
0: It's almost like I have a girlfriend Who really likes the old Universal Monster movies what do you think of it? It's better than Dracula. Really? Okay. At least I think so. Alright. It's weird, though, because, like, he's there with... Have you ever seen it? Yes. Okay. It's weird that he's, like, there. Like, they find the mummy, he becomes alive again, and he's walking around like a person, and he has to be a person to hatch this... It's... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it.
2: So next week, you're gonna tell us about Frankenstein or Werewolf? (laughs) That's what we're up to, right?
0: I think so, yeah. Maybe Frankenstein... Is Werewolf and the Wolfman different? No. because I'm oh, sorry, I meant I've Wol- seen Wolf- I Wolfman meant, already.
2: I Wolfman. Oh, okay.
0: I've yeah. seen that one already, so I doubt she's going to want to rewatch that so soon. Did you ever see the remake of Benicio Del Toro? No. Wolfman?
2: Yeah. No? It's not good. I saw it in theaters.
1: I can see that being Worst fantastic. use
2: of CGI,
0: because there's a random CGI bear in it that does nothing. <laughs> just walking around. <laughs> I'm a bear. <laughs> yeah, I think the Wolfman is my favorite one of the old monster movies I've watched so far. It's mine, too. I'm a Frankenstein guy. Haven't seen that one yet. Does Creature from the Black Lagoon count? Yes. I also... That one might be tied with Wolfman. Because it looks like Abe Sapien? A little bit. Plus, I kind of like the acting more in that movie. It's weird with the old movies, because they don't use music a lot. So there's a lot of just deafening silence during scenes. And I'm like, this is taking me out of it. We had a
2: conversation about, like old movies and the old actors at work, like, like, pre-60s, like, they were very one-note, like, yeah, they were like, I'm acting, like, (laughs) there's a lot of, like, melodramatic acting in, like, old
1: movies, it's more like a, like, a production, like, like, yeah, like, almost like live theater, like, yeah, if you, if they were put on, like, a Broadway stage, it would make perfect sense, but it's weird to see on screen. Yes. But that's all they knew. Right. Like, that's how actors acted back then.
2: So, so those were you, the first talkies. When you're talking about... <laughs> when you talk about, like, greatest actors of all time, someone says, like, Humphrey Bogart or Clark Gable, like, you really can't. It's, like, separate. Yeah. acting's
0: evolved and changed so much. Exactly. And, and, like... But, I mean, like, those guys are still good when you go back. Like, Humphrey Bogart's a good actor. Yes, he is.
1: Sure. Clark but,
0: Gable, I mean, I've seen him in the one movie, but... God um, the Wimp. Yeah.
1: But at no point will I ever be like, oh, one of those guys can even begin to compare to some of the best actors today. But we don't know that. I, I do, because I watch them side by side. and
0: Side by side? You got that well, picture in picture? You no,
1: know, one after the other, whatever you say. It's kind of like sports. Like, Babe
2: Ruth hit more home runs than the entire American League combined in, in one year. But he's put all up against, like, big league pitching today. Yeah, Probably my minor leaguer. He
0: yeah. <laughs> would have been like a... Like a struggling journeyman. Right. No one's throwing
2: 95-mile-an-hour sliders back in 1927.
0: No one's throwing a 95-mile-an-hour slider now. Yes, they
2: are. Who's Ooh. now his elbow?
0: Really? His, yeah. his slider gets up that high? Good. It did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <You've> seen, <laughs> that's
2: fair. Not anymore. You can throw your slider almost as hard as you throw your fastball. That's how, how about the
0: nature of the pitch? It takes some, some velocity. Supposed, I mean, Is it's an off-speed. It's... Barely an off speed, you still throw it hard. It just has that hard
2: break to it, like a, when a curveball you're taking more off and it's breaking more down while a
1: slider. Yeah, yeah no, I, I understand yeah. the mechanics, pitching. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> just like, and you can, but I mean, you can make your slider a mid speed slider. Like you could throw it at eighty or seventy five.
2: Yeah, but if
0: you, do, well, it's if you do more of a see you, at that point. yeah,
2: you see it coming and then you're either gonna lay off or crush it. Yeah,
0: because yeah, that's how you hang a slider. Yeah. This is baseball, channel. <laughs> Zero's
2: talking baseball.
0: And that's what we've been watching. <laughs> Let's do the movie facts for Solo. It's called Solo, A Star Wars Story. That is the last time the full title will be used. It came out in 2018, which is this year right now. It came out really recently. It's rated PG-13. It's two hours and 15 minutes long. Its director's name is Ron Howard, who played Richie Cunningham in Happy Days. He's directed that a lot. Is done? Yes, he's directed a lot of fucking movies. Yes, he has. I started writing the list. I gave up about halfway through and decided I'm not reading the list. No, not, not any, any of them. None no. of them.
2: Paul thirteen backdraft.
0: If you want to name your favorite <laughs> Ron Howard movie, just name any Ron Howard. <laughs> Cinderella Man.
1: So many Ron Howard movies. He was involved in Band of Brothers. Willow, I'm sure he you was. Ever Willow. Willow. Oh, have I seen Willow? Please. And then he reprises his acting role in Arrested Development. He does. Is
0: he actually in the show or is just yeah, a narrator? He actually
1: appears in it. Yeah. In the in like the most recent season. The one that just came out with? No, no, not the one that came out like oh, last one week. Oh, when
0: when they brought it back? Yeah,
1: when uh-huh. they originally brought it back. I never bothered that. watching that. One. It's actually pretty entertaining. Right. I'm excited to see the new ones too. Yeah, they they're watching. The, yeah, they released they, they really released just it. Bring it,
0: yeah, about to say they just released they it. They released
1: it on Tuesday. Wow.
0: Yeah, if you want to see Ron Howard's directing credits, go to IMDb. There's a lot. This movie stars... I forgot to look up the pronunciation, so I'm sorry. Alden Ehrenreich. Sure. Sounds great. Woody Harrelson, Amelia Clark, Donald Glover, Fandy Newton, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Junis Sustano, and Paul Bettany. At least one of those names is wrong. Deal with it. (laughs) The budget for the movie that I found, because it's being reported as all si- sorts of things across the internet, was 250 million dollars. That's on Wikipedia. Who knows how right that is?
2: That's expensive. Yeah, I mean, expensive. that's a high budget. It is high,
0: but you know, it's a Star Wars movie. They paid a premium, and so far they haven't made that money back because in about the five days it's been out or six days it's been out, it has grossed 172 million dollars. 103 million of that is domestic.
1: More or less a flop, opening weekend.
0: For a Star Wars movie, it's a flop. Yeah. They picked a bad month. They did. It
1: wasn't wasn't great. They did a yet.
0: holiday barbecue weekend, which was an interesting move. Well, the original
2: trilogy all came out Memorial Day weekend.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't as big of a...
2: May is Marvel month. It should have stayed away. It's just stuck to December. I think they yeah. would have had a... It definitely huge, wasn't
0: uh, Marvel month in the 70s. No. Yeah. It's, Marvel, it's Marvel month now. Yeah.
1: yeah, and then on top of it, we're... Still on the Deadpool bandwagon too. Yeah, Deadpool is even more recent. Like both of those are fresh. Still, pe- people are still flocking to see those two
0: movies.
2: Black Panther's still in theaters too. I mean, somehow even
0: it's out on DVD. It is or Blu-ray. What? Have people still heard? use DVDs anymore? I don't know. The scores for this movie, though, getting back to Solo, we got Rotten Tomatoes coming in and an awkward for us seventy percent. I say nothing. Certified <laughs> sequel says nothing. <laughs> An audience score in Rotten Tomatoes is a 62%. IMDb has it 7.0 out of 10, which is pretty much exactly in line with the Rotten Tomatoes. And Metacritic has it at 62, with a user score of 6.0. They're all in the same ballpark there. Those are all the movie facts I have for Solo, so let's move on to our general thoughts. Corey goes first. Corey, what do you got? I thought this movie was incredibly busy.
1: Instead of focusing on a singular story and flushing it out and giving us a good, like, a good, like, decent length movie story. They also decided to cram in what happens after, at, like, when he joins this group, and what happens when he joins this group, and then they do the Kessel Run, and then they do another thing after the Kessel Like, it's just... Spoiling, too. Spoiling. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. They just do too damn much, and I wish they had just focused on one heist, get it done, leave it open-ended if they wanted to and call it a day. That's my
0: biggest problem with this movie. So I have no idea how you felt about this movie as a movie. Okay, sequel, your turn.
1: (laughs) It was busy. I thought it was busy. I felt like it was busy. There are three
0: things
2: I wanted to see in this movie and we got all three things. That being said, this movie does a lot of things wrong, I feel. I feel they really build up the secondary characters and they don't focus enough on the main character. That that's my one takeaway. Like I like I liked Woody Harrelson a lot. I liked Emilia Clark a lot. I just don't like our hero that much and I really want to. They just don't give me a reason to, I feel. And whenever you change directors that far in, there's going to be some tone issues and there's going to be some not continuity issues, but it just didn't flow right to me. It felt choppy. I don't know. It was very it was a very disjointed movie. Like it doesn't know what it wants to be.
0: I thought this movie was decent. I think this movie would have benefited a lot from being about a character not named Han Solo. Because the fact that it is about Han Solo, it feels very pandering. Because they walk me through all the iconic Han things and kind of shove them in my face. And I think that's my least favorite aspect of the movie. If it was just about Joe Smuggler, or that's a poor example on my part. (laughs) (laughs) If it was about Johnny Smuggler... I would have enjoyed it more, just learning about the character. Because as far as, like, a Western or heist movie goes, it's pretty decent. But as a Han Solo movie, they never needed to make this movie. I feel like that sounds like I'm really down on it. I don't think it was bad, but we'll get more into that in specifics. From here on out, we're going to be spoiling Solo. If you haven't seen Solo yet, here's your one and only chance to walk away. Or press pause, rather. Don't walk away. You could be in traffic. (laughs) Without learning what happens, so come back after you've seen it, and we'll be here. And let's start spoiling Solo right now. What did they spend $250 million on? I, I don't know. Space. Is there an explosion in this? Then, uh, there is at least one explosion in this, right? Yeah. It's just, when I saw
2: the budget, I saw the budget after I saw the movie, I was really surprised.
0: Oh, it's Orlando's Capes. That's where they spent the money. Mm-hmm.
2: It's between... Because again, the reported two hundred fifty. There's reports um, that's closer to three hundred. Is it really? Would, which would make it like one of the top five most expensive movies ever made. Wow. Which is dumb. And you can't see it. No, really? I, I don't. I, I just don't see it.
1: I mean, they, they did they they pulled out. They spared no expense with giving us the space stuff. You know that that's expensive. Doing like all all of the CGI that is. Space, especially with the newfangled hyperspace that they that they've been doing in the Star Wars movies now, which I love, I love the way that they do it now. But you know that's got to be expensive. And then the Kessel Run stuff going through the clouds, like that's got to take a lot of time and energy because it doesn't look it doesn't look phony. It looks good. I'll give it that. It does look good. But do you
0: guys think the movie looked really dark, dingy? Yeah, like, like tint wise. Yes. Like, yeah. I don't know if it was the theater I was in or the movie. I, I wasn't able to. No, it, I wanted to ask you guys about this because, like, I could I could see what was happening, but like not in great detail. I
1: think that they did. I, I I think that that was a purposeful choice. I think that was showing like the rough, rough and tumble life. You know, it's a subtle way to show that Han Solo lives a very dirty, grimy, dingy life. I
0: didn't care it's, for that choice that much. No,
1: but especially on that on the planet where we meet Chewbacca, when he's on the front lines, the life, he, the, yeah. It, I don't want to call it the
2: mud planet but like
1: <laughs> the planet that was certainly covered in mud wherever they were battling that that whole the whole place looked super super fucking dirty
2: I would have made different choices. I thought this movie was very predictable. And I would have made different choices to kind of mislead the audience. Like, as soon as they said, all right, let's um feed him to the beast or, or we'll let him fight the beast or whatever, I instantly knew it was Chewbacca. I thought it would have been cooler, I guess hindsight 2020, if it was a different Wookiee and he missed Chewbacca later on.
1: Like, you think it's going to be
0: Chewbacca, but it's not. That would have been a fun misdirect. Right? Yeah.
1: I legitimately thought it was going to be a Rancor for about half a second. I was like, oh, cool Rancor. And then I, and this then, is how Han dies. <laughs> well, then, like immediately following, I was like, "Oh no, that makes sense. It, it would be the it would be the Wookie. But that that scene is so incredibly problematic. If you're a fan of the Star Wars universe, Chewie is not known to be a goddamn cannibal. What the fuck is going on? This is bullshit. I despised everything about that scene.
0: Well, I don't think hated we're... it. Does he actually eat people?
1: They threw him in and said. This will be fun. He hasn't eaten in three days. And you see a half-eaten stormtrooper in there when he falls in.
0: Yeah, I don't love that either. I mean, I didn't love it before, but...
1: It is so much worse. And, like, I mean, I guess, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures, and if you're in a cage and something's thrown down to you and you're hungry, you're bound to eat it. I get it, but I I just think that was a bad choice. H- how about how he gets his last name?
2: I hate that Yeah, yeah so <laughs> much.
0: I wasn't a fan of it either. Just a completely like nonchalant guy at a desk. You're alone, huh, Han Solo? Fuck your backstory. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Han Snow. I hated. I hated that so much.
1: <laughs> that that was that was one of the few. I was like, I kind of chuckled. I was like, I get what they did there. Not a lot of humor in this movie. There was.
2: They tried awesome a little movie. bit, and none of the jokes land. Well, the I forget the names. But the original directors directed the Jordan Miller. Yeah, they directed the Twenty One Jump Street movie. I think they did Twenty Two as well. I think so. Yeah. So you go from that to Ron Howard, who's a pretty does pretty serious movies. Yeah. So that, that was like the tone change. I feel it could have been
1: funnier, but then it turned dark and serious, and it, there's no balance. No. It kind of tries to lean one way or the other, and and every time it, it thinks about leaning in a comedic way, it, like realizes it's not going to do that, and overcorrects the opposite way. Even the, the the yeah, I guess the big joke of the movie is "I hate you, I know," right? Oh yeah. So I don't laugh. I just I, it felt forced to me. I think I've seen I've seen that too many times. The I hate you, I know. Like I, I I can see it in my head, and I can't think of where I've seen it before. Where somebody has said like almost two people have said almost exactly the same thing.
2: We'll get there. Yeah, I'll figure it out. We'll eventually. figure it out.
1: So the three things I
2: wanted to see. It's in Civil War. I don't. I don't think he says I know.
1: He doesn't say I know. He says I hate you. That's oh what yeah. Yeah. I mean. yeah. You would have done that earlier. I hate you. Right. It's the same. It's it's the same concept. Can you move your seat? No. <laughs> yeah, but it's the same. It's the yeah. same concept. That one's and, funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, except that one works.
0: So one of the three things you wanted to see. All
1: right, Han
2: meeting Chewie. I, we I. It's obvious we were going to get that. Yep. I don't. Particularly
0: like the way they did it, but it, you know, it checked off a box memory. Really. Yeah. It redeems it later for me when he finally sits down in the co-pilot seat. Like that was one of the, the pandering things that I was okay yes. with because, okay. like, when he sits down and the Star Wars movie st- uh, music starts to swell, I was like, yes,
1: that, yeah, that was fine. Thank
0: you for this at least. I wanted to see him win the Falcon,
2: so like we get a little bit of misdirect because he loses his game of Sabak I around. really like that.
0: You like the fact that he loses it? I like that that didn't just... Like, this is the card game where he wins the Falcon. It's like, no, it's not. Yeah, so I appreciated that mis- misdirect. And I yeah. actually
2: get to see the win at the end, which is good, because he knows Lando's yeah. going to cheat. And then I really want to see the Kessel Run. I'm kind of glad the, the film revolves around the Kessel Run.
1: I, but that's, honest to God, my biggest problem.
0: Is it, it because it cheapens the Kessel Run?
1: It does cheapen the Kessel Run a bit, because... Or I should say, keeping the way.
0: Falcon, because the Falcon's not normally that fast if they don't use the special fuel. They don't use the special fuel if they don't. The, the, yeah.
1: and, and they well, the one thing that they did that I appreciate is they they so one of the big critiques about the Castle running twelve parsecs is that parsec is a distance, not a time. The reason he's bragging about it is because he made a right and found a shorter route. Right, that's the whole point. Is he found? He actually physically found a shorter route. See, I had no idea it's a distance and not a time. Yeah, a parsec right. is a distance, not a time. So any like super science geek is like, you can't do it. Yeah, it doesn't is it a real term or is it? Yeah, t- no, a wow, parsec is no, idea. Is an no Actual had, term. A Parsec
0: is a real thing. Wow, yeah,
1: and, it's a, and it's a measurement of distance. So what the whole thing is, he's actually bragging that he managed to make a run that nobody can do in less than twenty of parsecs in twelve, because he went through the clouds and went. The hard way. So I appreciated that. But he does the castle run in twelve parsecs. It is I'm I am stoked, I'm ready for a conclusion of this movie. Cool, let's close this up. The castle run was the main part. No, we still have another forty five minutes of movie left. They just kinda of like
0: right in the middle there. Well we don't have to resolve the, you know, actual main plot. I don't I, I don't I don't care. I but that's my point. I wish I wish they would So you wanted to see the Hansel racing movie the Kessel run, <laughs> I wanted the heist to be longer, from start to
1: finish. Yeah, I wanted him to to do the heist on the planet, the the castle on Kessel, do the Kessel run, barely make it there, and, and then if it just kind of fizzles out, that's fine. Because Han, if Han isn't supposed to be the good guy, this movie ending with him doing the things that the good guy would do isn't the right choice. But he is the good guy. But he's not.
2: The, the movie tells us he is. <laughs>
0: We are literally given that information through exposition. Yep,
1: yep. So now we're undermining all of what we know about Han in the first movie? Well, not
0: really. That's the one of the things that actually fits in this character. Like He is actually the good guy underneath his rough and tough exterior. But to is point... I don't hate that part.
2: He becomes the good guy in, in New Hope. At the beginning of New Hope, he's like, I'm just going to do... I need like,
1: this for the... I'm doing he's this a little figure. Yeah, yeah. He's...
2: he's
0: joining the side that's going to benefit him the most in the moment. He's doing it for the money. I think he's always kind of had the under the the heart of gold underneath. Like yeah, he looks out for number 1, but you know, also number 2. He's got he's got a soft spot. Okay.
1: That's fair. That's a fair interpretation. I just personally feel like him now always having that soft spot, it just cheapens what Luke and Leia managed to do to him throughout the course of a new hope. Right, because now it means that we, we're we never actually worried that he's going to fly off and not come back and help Luke destroy the Death Star. Because he was always going to do that, because the heart of gold was always going to kick in. So it undermines that that little bit of like, oh, man, I don't know how Luke's going to do this without Han. Well, he's never going to have to do it without Han. Because Han's always going to do the right thing.
0: I mean, yeah, that's fair. If we got the movies in chronological order, yeah, then yeah, we would know that. But since we don't... That's true. I'm shrugging my shoulders right now. That's, yeah, that, yeah that's fair. And I'm
2: not going to watch New Hope with Solo in the back of my mind. I'm just, I'm going to yeah. separate. I'm going to
0: mostly forget most of this movie. Yeah.
2: It's easy to forget. It really is. It, it's, it's pretty forgettable. And that's also, that's also the problem with a lot of prequels in general. hmm There's know. no
0: stakes because, it's, we, like, we know she's not. he's not going to end up with Kira. Exactly. There's, like, either she dies or goes away. Like, this is one of two options. Yeah, mm-hmm. There's also more than one heist in this
1: too. That's the other thing.
0: Yeah, there's the big main heist with the train, which is yep. a fun scene.
1: It was fun. It that was, was fun. I like
0: that's that's one of my favorite scenes.
1: I enjoy I enjoy the roller coaster nature of that train, where like if the train like is like going to turn like all that's of a, the that's a theme turn, park ride. That is that that is clearly a theme park ride. I didn't care for Sandy Newton in that scene.
0: Is I think that she theme- gives up
1: too easy. Is that the uh, the other?
0: That's Beckett's wife. Beckett's wife, yeah. yeah. She
2: just sacrifices herself. It's been it's been real. I'm out.
0: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of pinned down. I got to do it from here.
2: Yeah, and it's it's
0: like okay, person in here for plot reasons.
2: It happens really fast where you, you you can't connect to it.
1: You don't you. I mean, Beckett's upset, but well, you, we didn't have enough character development to really.
0: Get, mean, we're not connected to her. Only Beckett is, and we don't we we barely get connected to John Favreau's CGI character. Yeah, he goes out like so unexpectedly fast, like
1: just They both do. Like Beckett's entire crew dies and it's replaced with Han and Chewie almost immediately. Yes. And Beckett I guess this
2: leads more to his character, but his wife just sacrificed himself and he is a lot Her more self. Cons- herself. And she is a lot he is a lot more concerned with them losing what they were trying to steal, the coaxium.
0: Mm hmm. Well, because the thing is, he doesn't want her death to be in vain. Yeah. That's what I read into that. I read he's like, oh my god, I'm going to get killed now. Also that, but I'm sure it, <laughs> But again, yeah, But is.
1: yeah, I, I mean, I think the punch in the face, the punch. he, he explains away the punch in the face as, now they're going to kill me, or they're going to kill us, but I think that was more, I, I did kind of believe that was more of an emotional response, that like, not only did my girlfriend die, but we don't have the coaxium.
2: You know what I mean? And it was an unexpected turn of Han's like, oh, I'm, I'm dropping it. It's, it's no good. We'll just figure it out another way. It's like, you're not running this, bro. You can't make that call. He's the only one in the
1: pilot's seat. He kind of has to make that call.
2: Yeah, that's my another issue with him as a character. He is only confident in his flying ability and not really confident in anything else. Like, Han Solo is supposed to be the coolest guy in the room. I understand this is like an origin story. and he's He
0: wasn't the coolest guy in the room yet.
2: Yeah, he's kind of developing that. Yeah, he's speaking he until he makes it. Really wants to be a pilot, and he can't wait to get into that, that captain's seat or that co-pilot's seat. And when he's behind the wheel, he's he's awesome. But like, any other time, it's just it's not... He doesn't live up to the, to the name.
1: And I think that might be the underlying tone that they were going for, where Han's legacy and reputation is exactly that. It's reputation its story. He's taking a lot of He's learning from the best because he's learning from Lando here. Ultimately, he ends up learning from Lando. Lando's big, boisterous tells all of these stories, has all of these things, and probably an eighth of them are true, and everything else is exaggerated. But
0: everything you heard about him is true. Yeah, that's my opening line. I know,
1: but he says that on purpose. Because, of course, he does. Yeah, he's a and that's, <laughs> uh, yeah, and and once Han and Lando become friends at like the end of the movie, like he gets it. He suddenly understands that to build that legacy up that he wants for himself, it's reputation. It's, I did the council run in 12 parsecs, oh, and I did this on this, and I did this on this, and sitting down at poker tables telling the story the way that you want them to be told is part of that. So I get it. Like, it's showing the humanizing real Han, but is it necessary? I'm not sure.
2: I don't know. It's just not, it's, he's towing the line between confident and not confident where he's almost unlikable. That, that's, I didn't like him. I just I wanted to. I really did. I just didn't.
1: I wanted to like him a lot more than than I actually did. Well, like it's well that like at the end. At while they're getting the coaxium refined, he's like uh, he, he like tells Beckett to stop and walks out. is like, I've got twenty armed guns right in that ship. They'll snap my finger, they'll all be out and we'll be flanked.
0: Right.
1: And then the Millennium Falcon like flies away and he like takes yeah, a step out.
0: No bells. I thought, I thought I liked that moment. As if the snap was a cue. Yeah. His demonstration <laughs> snap. And then Lando was like, oh, I'm getting the fuck out of here.
1: It's like Lando was, I'm away from for my pay. You know what? I don't even want to be paid. <laughs> Seems a little out of character. I feel like he's still in the way now.
0: He's only getting 20% now.
1: What, how do you guys feel about uh, Kira?
0: As the performance, and as it, like she's good.
2: Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's yeah. a fine performance.
0: She's in no way
2: tanking, is—it's it's not a, she's not acting badly.
0: Well, she's not a boring character. She's complex.
2: But as you said earlier, there's no stakes there. This yeah, thing. like, I
0: know she's not sticking around. Right. I actually thought, I was kind of surprised she didn't die. Me too. I was, when she, uh, like, at the end, when he leaves and she's like, I'm right behind you. I'm like, well, she's dying.
2: Right. Well, I figured, once we get this to her character, she's going to die because she's not in New Hope.
1: <laughs> and that would have been, like, it, like her death, it, had she died, that motivation, that like underlying not let anybody except Should We get close to me motivation for Han would have been so clear, clean cut, I get that, I get why he's trying to be like, not get close to Luke or Leia and just do the job and go home. Was the last time he, he had somebody that he was close to they died like I get yeah. I would understand that
0: instead this time she just takes off and we have like a mutual wink at each other like I see you girl and she's like I see you Han yeah, and
2: they also told a line <laughs> with her being like an evil character. She ends up just straight up being an evil
1: evil character at the end.
0: No, I don't she's think not, No, she's, she's not. not evil. Bullshit. She's she's she's, 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 she's out for herself. She's survived. Like she's a survivor. I get that. She's absolute, not evil. Yeah, she had plenty of opportunities to actually betray Han. Yes, and she, and she doesn't because they're in. They actually are in love. Yes. I, okay. F- and they make that very believable. I, I understand. I, that. I,
1: I think he's still in love. I think she's done.
0: I think she is too. Possibly. Because otherwise. Han doesn't make it out of this movie. Obviously, he has to, but she could have easily betrayed him.
2: I don't I don't think she's an evil character here. Yeah. I think, again, she just, she figures, you know what? I got to do what I have to do now or we're all dead.
0: But she could... She's also, it's self-serving because Dryden's gone now. Right. He's dead. So she's like, she sees the opportunity, she's opportunistic. Mm-hmm. She's oh, like, that's
1: fa- I understand I'm that stepping
0: into a- his role.
1: Yeah, she can be opportunistic. Yeah. But she like this extend. sounds like a
0: way better plan than just running away with Han.
1: Why doesn't she? Just, but why did not she over on the spot? Hey, Han, this dude's dead. We could be the Crimson Dawn now. No, Han, that, leave I it. think that, that would be. He's be helping the evil. rebels. Yeah, he, he,
0: she knows he's not going to go on. Because he even says, because you're good, you're a good
2: person. Like by by insinuating that she's not. No, I don't think it insinuates that he's not saying like I don't want this life for you. Yeah, because she's a bad guy. No, not because
1: she's the bad guy. Because she loves him so much, she's taking this for him. All right, that's fair. That aren't her. I I don't. Sh- oh, sorry. She's
0: out. For, no, I'm saying she she is out for herself. That's why that's why she, that's yes, why she takes agree. it. But she's not necessarily bad. Hmm. She probably thinks like if I take over the position, at least I'll have control over this. I, I'll be better than this Dryden guy. I'm sure she ends up not being or whatever because you know she works for. Her, that's she- how things work. But let's just say it. the road it. to yeah. hell is paved with good intentions.
1: Hey, nailed it. <laughs> And and the big, and that's that leads to the the big surprise reveal at the end of the movie.
2: And I have, I I don't know how I feel about it. I had issues with it.
1: I know full well. It took me. It took me a little bit to get there. But can you go first, Corey? Yeah, please. uh, I I did not like it. I did not think it was necessary. I thought it was self serving. And when it first happened, I kind of did one of these like, "Oh, my favorite character's back," and then I was like. Wait, now my whole fucking timeline is confused. I know in, like, the extended universe he gets robotic legs put on, and he lives on, but... Fuck, that means he's old as shit right now. It's roughly... We did the math today at work. It's, it's gotta be
2: roughly 30 years... That's what I'm thinking. ...after Fantasy and he, Menace. And
1: he wasn't some 20-year-old guy. I mean, he was probably close to 30 when he gets chopped in half.
0: Well, we don't know. We don't. We don't know how to count of the Brax aging. That's fair. Do you, like, cut off a limb and count the rings? I
1: don't...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they did.
2: Again, we spoke to this. Um, I (sighs) I just don't know that it was necessary. Star Wars, they were movies first. They
0: They're
2: come from the mind of George Lucas. They're not based off a television show. They're not based off novels. They're not based off comic books. They were movies first. I shouldn't have to watch a cartoon to know he survives. I shouldn't have to read comic books to, to know that that he gets robotic. Like it's it's it, it annoys me. It, re- it really does.
0: I mean in a way you don't have to know that. Like they told you that he's alive they, by putting him in this movie. And but that,
2: they don't explain why, but then if you talk to fans like, "Oh, well, if you read this book or if you saw this cartoon, you
1: should have known that going in." Yeah, and but but this but that Taking that aside, taking those fans out of the equation, the, it, it was meant to be a surprise reveal. So if you don't know those things, and then you see the cap come off, and you see Darth Maul's face, you're like, holy shit, that's Darth Maul, he survived? That's supposed to be a surprise and a reveal. Okay, a and I had order. that
2: reaction mm-hmm. initially. Now, I don't think... <sighs> if you read interviews of Ron Howard... He, like, the actors are signed on, and he is signed on to do more Star Wars movies. Wait, they're not signed on, but he is signed on? The actors are. Oh, like the are. Clark is. Okay. She signed a deal, and um, however you pronounce Hans, the actor that played him, I don't know. All, all Yeah. Alden. Uh, he could reprise his role. I don't think we're ever going to get a solo, too. I don't think so. No, that. probably
0: not. So well, next up g- is Obi-Wan, right? And I feel like Darth Maul's probably going to be in that. God, I hope so.
1: Did anybody recognize him? I did. I did it, yeah. No, 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 like the, like the the new actor that is now playing Darth Maul?
2: Well, it's a different it's, voice, it, and it's... It's, uh,
0: it's Sam Witwer voicing yes. it, but it's it's Ray Park as Darth Maul. thing. Yeah.
1: Is it really? Yes, yes, it is. Are you sure? Yes. Because mm-hmm? it looked a lot like the dude that plays the devil in Constantine. It is no, not. It's,
0: it's not him. No, it's Ray Park. Is it really? Yeah. Shit.
1: I guess it also has been a long time since he played Darth Maul originally. It's Sam Witwer. Am I right? Yeah.
2: Now, hear me out. If you do this reveal like an hour earlier, like that's that's who they're ultimately working for, and then you make him the main antagonist for the rest of the film, I think you have a better story, and I think you have a more complete story. I don't like cameos for cameos' sake. That's what, exactly what this is, though.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. There, uh, there also comes to be a larger issue that I, I was talking with a friend of the show, Mitch, about... And he brings up a good point, and I actually really agree with it. it it's that we can't seem to get one of these movies without it touching another movie. Like, we, we, we just can't, right? We have this huge galaxy with all of these things and places and people, and this movie does a pretty good job at only showing us new people, places, and things outside of Han and Chewie. And cool, like, it doesn't need to touch the main storyline at all, and what does it do at the end just to throw in to be like, hey, by the way, in case you forgot, we're still in the Star Wars universe, here's an ex-Sith lore that everybody liked from episode one, the worst goddamn movie ever made. Whoa.
0: not the worst movie ever made. You're right.
1: Yeah, you're right. Worst goddamn Star Wars movie ever made. Yes. Alright,
2: I think it's the second worst ever made, but
0: I mean they also do that whole thing with all the Jabba references they're like oh this big gangster is putting a I kind of like that that they didn't say him by name and they just referred to him as as the gangster everyone knows what they're talking about it's it's not as bad as other things in this movie like I can't stand the dice in this movie what the whole oh, fuck they, is the point? They're trying to make the dice a thing. They're showing you the dice. He puts it on his like, little speeder. Yeah. They show the dice a second time, just but in they, case you couldn't remember that there were dice the third time, in case you forgot what fucking movie you're watching. Yeah. But
1: yet they don't tell you how he gets the goddamn dice in the first place. The dice aren't even important. No. They're they made not, them important. They made them important in the last Star Wars I don't movie. know why. Yes. I don't even... And that's the thing. I, in none of the originals... Do I remember the dice coming into play at all? I don't even remember them yeah. hanging... The on the only way, I don't either. The only right way it
0: saves it for me is if, instead of playing Sabacc, it's some kind of dice game, and those are his lucky dice. That would have been cool. That's the only way you can make their dice relevant, and now, guess what? You didn't. How many replica Han, Hans dice are they going to sell now when people are going to hang them from there? How many did they already sell? I'm sure know, someone out right? there...
2: But
1: they sold. A we're gonna open
2: up our Zero's
0: Talking Heroes Etsy store, and we're gonna sell a Han dice.
2: I'm not saying that's the reason they did it, but it's just another thing they could market
0: and sell.
1: And, but they could have started selling and marketing those in the last Jedi came out. They probably did, Corey. I know, but that's my point.
0: Like, do you think they're big and fuzzy? <laughs> probably.
1: The, the only the, honestly, God, the first time I remember the gold dice being a thing
0: was the Last Jedi. Yeah. No. I, I mean, they're in a New Hope. He has them, but Where he has but them. they don't emphasize them. They're just, they're just there. there.
1: In the cockpit?
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. But wow. they're not a thing in, like, Empire and Jedi. Nope.
1: So, yeah, he steals the speeder and throws them immediately up on, like, the room mirror. Yep. And, okay, cool, but why? What? Get, you, you fit in so territory. much... You, you fit in so much story. Like, there's two heists, a Kessel Run, a battle... Another battle, Jabba the Hutt, his, where he originally grew up on Co- Coaxia, is that the name of the planet?
2: No. That's yeah. what they're trying to steal, sort of.
1: I know Coaxium is what they're trying to steal, but isn't the planet that Corellia. is... Corellia. Corellia. I know it started with a C. Yeah. Corellia? Like, you have so many things in this movie, yet the dice are just going to sit there and be like, hey, don't forget to see these.
0: By the way, this is a Han Solo movie. Yeah. Hey.
1: We're going to give Kira the dice in the airport, and then she's going to give the dice back to him when they meet Dryden, and then he's going to hang them up in the Millennium Falcon at the end. Have fun, guys.
0: The rest of this movie is irrelevant. <laughs> well,
1: that's the worst part about these <laughs> about these movies. Yeah. And it's, it's weird. What worst part about a prequel. But what's Nothing. weird is that Rogue One, I felt, actually had stakes to it, though. Yeah,
2: we knew they were all going to die, or probably probably going to like that one teetered on the edge. I guess I'm like, they can survive. Characters we've like right. never
0: heard of before. That's why this movie should have been about just a smuggler. Yes, and not not Han,
1: <laughs> or at least again narrow the scope of it. Just I I think again I think this movie would have worked better if it was just him managing to do the Kessel Run, him finding the Falcon. Managing to do the castle run in 12 parts. I think that's a better movie than all of the other stuff that gets jammed into it. I think that's what hurts it for me.
0: Either it has to be that or it has to be the, the heist and then him deciding to help the rebels without all the fan service they jam in, yeah. like the castle run. Yeah. And you it's can't it's do both. Fan service. It, 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 it's so much.
2: Almost like an insulting amount. <laughs> to your point with the dice, they didn't have to. Have the one. I know it's, it's only a few seconds. Didn't have to have that game on the Millennium Falcon again. We saw that in Force Awakens. Yeah, I but actually,
0: actually kind of like that. But that
1: is that is the day that's that slimy. Chewbacca learns how to
2: play that chess game.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, one another fan service thing we get that I did like is Chewie ripping someone's arms off
1: after. <laughs> after oh, <laughs> the, the scene after he loses the game too. Right, he's he been le- known to rip people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that they do. That, that's the thing. They take like a feather and they tickle. Yeah. things that I, I
0: enjoy... The, the more subtle fan service are good. It's yeah. the ones they shove in my face, and I'm like, I want no part of this.
2: Does Han ever speak Wookiee in the... No.
0: He can I understand mean, it, yeah. but they have him I speak it like it. He's, he's drowning.
2: Because it, yeah, it sounded terrible. I yeah, thought he had blood
0: on his throat. I was just clearing my throat, sorry.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I think he, he only does it that one time, right? And then everything else is, is him... He does it, yeah, twice, but back-to-back. Okay. Because I, I did like that. I, I like how he, he spoke Wookiee for a second. He, it sounds like he's drowning. Chewie stops and then says something. And he's like, yeah, a little. <laughs> I'm I'm cool. I, I was cool with that. Um, there's a couple other little little bits of fan service that they weaved in that I enjoyed. They mentioned Fallujah, which is one of my favorite planets in the Star Wars universe. I think they mentioned a couple Jedi in passing that are that's kind of cool I think there's a my friend was saying there's a video game reference there is well that's the Felucia is a video yeah, game it was reference. about a person
2: that's a what? person that only appears in a video game and they mention his name in a in this again I'm, I've never played it so I don't
1: know it, wait do you know, know which one video one? game
2: no a
0: crappy one from the 90s if you want to send it to us at CTH podcast on Twitter
1: ooh oh loophole yeah <laughs> <Sing it. laughs> We could, we could always Shazam the Twitter. We're going to come up with a list of terms. For Please me. don't. It's going <laughs> to
0: become just chaos. I can't plug social media anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. It,
2: for things that we like... Lo- I love Donald Glover as Lando.
0: I think he nailed it. I think his, his his accent is a little... He goes in and out of it. Like his his uh, Billy D. Williams impression. Yeah. Like he nails it at certain parts and then... Certain parts are more inconsistent than others. Not that I think it's bad. I just want to address it wholly. But no, he's. I think he steals the show in this. He does, and he's not even in the movie that much. I love Emilia Clark in it. She's good. I, I really like Woody Harrelson. In it. Yes, me too. I it's think weird. His character it's is it's very good. I like Paul Bettany a lot yes. in the villain too. He was a last Paul minute addition.
1: Is really good.
0: Yeah, because he was a, he recast. He was recast. Like he was. Who was supposed
1: to play him originally? Do you know?
0: Yes. Give me one second, because it's on here. It's supposed to be Michael K. Williams.
1: Oh, wow, okay. Yep. Paul Bettany's a better choice.
0: That's the second.
1: He's yeah. he's so... He's, well, he's so,
0: supposed to be like a tentacle monster, Michael K. Williams, but they, oh, really? when they recast Paul Bettany, they were like, just make him a humanoid alien. Interesting.
1: I, I thoroughly enjoy his acting chops. Yeah. He is very good at being diverse. I believe him as a villain. As much as I believe him okay. as a vibranium-made superhero, you know what I mean. I believed him as Charles Henry in A Knight's Tale. Like I just really enjoy his work. He's also in A Beautiful Mind. He is in A Beautiful Mind. He's one of the uh, the delusions, right? And
2: a uh, underrated right.
1: sports movie called Wimbledon. It plays
2: a tennis player along with uh, Kirsten Dunst as the main love interest. Well, that sounds like a movie I'll have to watch.
0: Interesting. Feels like there's a weird age gap there. A
1: little bit. I love that his weapon was was a little je- had a little Jedi touch flare on it. Yes,
0: yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, this is like an early prototype, not not early prototype, but like a.
1: It was like the it's like a
0: knockoff lightsaber toy.
1: They they knew like he knows a guy who knows a guy that. Could have come up with a Kyber a Kyber crystal. You're always part of one. Yeah, yeah. Props to them for bringing that back too,
2: because I thought we were going to see it and then they were going to they weren't going to use it again. And I had that in my head. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to talk about this one. Yeah. <laughs> they, On do. The podcast,
1: they
0: did. They did. Damn it, he uses it. <laughs> no, he even was, said he's like, it. He's like, I'm going to need
2: these later. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I was fine with that. And it's the second straight um, Star Wars spinoff that has an MCU character in it. Who was in? Well, I shouldn't say that. Forest Whitaker's away? in it, and then it becomes a MCU. Like there's a lot okay. of cru- there's it's going to be a lot of crossover. I feel going forward because these are the it, all Disney the, it guys now. Exactly,
1: and they're all Disney.
2: So if they, I guess if they the actors signed a Disney contract, they could be for whatever universe, whatever studio they want, huh? Yep. Pretty
1: much. Hmm. It's going to be make it interesting. But you're right. I forgot. I didn't. I didn't connect that because I forget.
0: I forgot Forrest Whitaker. What is he in? Uh, Black He's Panther. In
1: Black Panther. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: yes. No. I forgot he was in Black Panther. <laughs> Speaking of Disney, I'm
2: going to go way off topic and you're going to hate me. You're probably going to edit I hate topic. you. What?
1: You guys got a preview from Mowgli? No. No. It popped up on my YouTube news feed, but I haven't watched it's it. It's the yet. same thing as Jungle Book, which came out like, what, two years ago? Of course it is. It's
0: the main character of Jungle Book, right?
1: Yes, but they made yeah. a jungle
2: live action Jungle Book movie two years ago? Yeah. This is like a carbon copy, same thing.
1: Why? because they've got money to spend but and people
2: and will Burton's. go and take their kids to see it how many different animated Disney movies that we have that they could have like done mm-hmm. a live action
1: Aladdin version.
0: right Aladdin I want to see that live action
1: except for the fact that nobody can be the genie except Robin Williams oh that's
0: going to sting Yeah, you don't know that
1: No, you're just going to be thinking around them the whole time that's all I want to think about
0: make a different genie boom Sinbad hmm. <laughs> and, uh, Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> God damn it <laughs> He's got experience That'd be really funny but shag in the movie Kazim genie, I want more wishes Nah son No <laughs> oh, no 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 That's the Keme, That's kembe. Yes Make it the Matamba Gold bond uh. foot powder <laughs> <laughs> Or icy hot? Ha- no, icy hot. Icy hot shack.
1: In those, in that weird like.
0: Or the neck, Auto neck neck dance that
1: he's doing <laughs> in the new ones. Amazing. Fuck. So back to Star Wars. Solo. Star Wars so story. Low. I'm. Uh, um. Okay.
2: Star Wars fans. So we do get um uh, text on a black screen <laughs> to start, but yep. not scrolling text. I
1: hated it. I figured you would.
2: I didn't know how I felt about it because I wish
1: they hadn't done it at all. I was
2: fine with it. Rogue One just starts. Rogue just One just starts. Here we go. Here's here's the title, and we're going. This they did the long time ago in the galaxy far, far away, which Rogue One does, but then they kept the same font to do the little bit of a backstory, and I don't think it was necessary
1: because we're not on that planet long enough for me to fucking care. And I, it kind of was a little cheesy. Like, who dreams to fly among the stars. Like, they're almost telling you a bedtime story. I don't know. Again, the whole opening, the whole opening, and, and every other scroll, it may tell you where this movie is going to start, but it's also going to give you a broad overview of what we're going to get in the movie in general. This, the opening text, is about... What's it, What's the place called? Croatia. Corellia? Yeah. You you're
2: combining coaxium and
1: corelia. Yeah, that's exactly it. Coax cable. Coax cable. It talks about Corellia and then we get off Corellia and we never go back. We think we're gonna to have to go back and due to a series of
0: Pleasant surprises.
1: Pleasant surprises, we don't have to ever go back.
0: Yay. <laughs> the planet was dark and depressing. Yeah. Why does everyone want to go back to Jakku? Jakku's even worse. It's real hot there. It's forever hot.
1: So I hate I, I hated it in retrospect. I thought it was fine when it happened but I, then the, the, the planet doesn't really matter. so who fucking cares why, why are you giving me the scroll?
2: Again, I just I don't know. I want the scroll for Rogue One. I want this I want the real scroll for Rogue One. I want the real scroll for this. I think it's still a Star Wars movie. I know it doesn't fit into their episodic mm-hmm. nature but and it's separate but I just it I need it. Is okay. it,
1: is it fits. See, I was, I, I was. Get, it pumps me up. I get jazzed for it. Okay. I was really happy when they didn't do it for Rogue One. Assume, and that was because I was under a basic assumption that all of these side stories weren't going to get any. And now that they've given Solo One, I wish, I wish they would have given Rogue they One. They sort one. of give Solo One.
2: They, they kind of,
1: I don't know,
0: they half-ass it. They do. They do. They half-ass They're it. They're trying
2: to appeal to both people pro scroll and. An anti-scroll. An anti-scroll.
0: For the record, I'm fine with either, as long as the movie opens.
2: (laughs) No, again, when you see a Star Wars movie, man, I I get really revved up when you you get the uh, the John Williams score,
0: you get the logo, and then the scroll starts. You're like, you're into it. And then jump scare when Star Wars pops up on the screen. (laughs) (laughs) Like Rogue One had like. I had a jump scare. It was like, all right, we're, we're
2: going. <laughs> it yeah. just popped up like that. And this was kind of like, all right, we're just going to ease just... into this. Yeah. So my favorite scene, I, I enjoyed the Kessler run. Um, I like the slight misdirection when they um, inject the coaxium into the uh, the fusion core. Is that what it's called? That's Am I getting that right? Core. And it doesn't work initially. And then it kicks on. I I, I kind of like that. I, I dug it. I like that. And I do like the line at the end where um, he says, like, I did the cussler on 12 parsecs, and then Chewie says something, and he goes, well, if you round the numbers down, it's 12. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you round down. That was good. Also, I'm sorry, we should touch on... Uh, L3? No. What the hell's her name?
0: Oh, we didn't touch on L3 at all. We
2: didn't touch on the L3 three. Yeah, we got to touch on L3, and we got to touch on uh, Enfis. whatever her name is. Well, the pirate? Yeah her uh-huh. underlying motivation
0: like she's a pretty critical character or she turns out to be but she's really kind of just kind of just in there like
1: yeah but again she's she like, won the rebellion and they do she the rebel yeah via her that's a good point I enjoy I actually kind of enjoyed that I enjoyed that the part that the the pirates that we were kind of like oh god fucking pirates turned out to be like you know what not pirates yeah not a not so, not's so a piracy anymore least favorite for me.
2: There's a lot to choose from. Like nothing, I I didn't really hate anything, but I didn't particularly like a lot. (laughs) I I didn't care for the thermal detonator scene where with where it's a rock. I mean, I didn't find it particularly clever.
1: It was that was a callback to Jedi. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. which is fine when when Leia tries to help Han escape via using a thermal detonator, right?
2: And then C three P O there, he's holding a thermal
1: detonator.
0: That was a great C three
1: PO. Thank you. That was pretty good actually. I'm yeah, kind of in agreement. Right, okay, You guys are both being sarcastic <laughs> now. I think Joe was. Neither can we? <laughs> that was pretty solid. It
0: was fine.
2: I didn't. I didn't care for that scene at all. I'm like, all right, this is the level of humor we're gonna get, and this is the uh, fan service we're gonna get. I think it kind of set the tone because it's fairly early on.
1: And, and Lady Proxima, is that what her name was?
2: Yeah. Which I kept calling Proxima Midnight. In I started my head. Doing the same
1: thing. <laughs> She also can't be in the daylight, so that kind of doesn't help either. Her name's in the scroll. Yeah, ladies. So Christmas. I figured she would have had a
0: much bigger role. The scroll's goddamn pointless. Right, <laughs> it really is. It's a misdirect. The whole scroll is a misdirect. You've been Howarded. Howarded?
2: Does he do misdirects in his other. I don't words? know, but
0: I don't, I don't like that term already. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Apollo 13 is a much better space epic than.
1: So <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: Apples and oranges my friend.
1: Oh my god. They both in space not wrong. We need
0: more Kevin Bacon.
1: <laughs> Kevin Bacon We get 100% win. more Kevin
2: Bacon in the past 13 category on this podcast. Is Will this movie would have been better with Kevin
0: Bacon? The answer is <laughs> going to almost always be yes. Absolutely. Pretty close. Cuz it makes 6 degrees of same Kevin Bacon so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> so I say yeah, that's my favorite least favorite. You go first. Alright, uh, my favorite is the scene. The, the, the first one? The first one. I love that he loses the hand at the end. I love that Lando's cheating because he's absolutely the kind of scoundrel that would cheat. I think it's just a fun scene all around to watch. Him start building up chips and it's like, oh, it's beginner's luck. And then eventually lose in his moment of most cockiness.
1: But also know full well that there's no feasible way that he could have had that card like he's been counting cards yeah, the entire he game has yeah,
0: been played already he yeah. realizes that Linda's cheating so we know he sets up later and he's gonna jack his cheating cards but he just like
1: it, it the best part about that like final scene in like the forest planet is when Lando throws his hand up and he like sees it he's like that's how he did it like he couldn't he couldn't figure out how Lando got the card in the first place and now suddenly it makes sense I enjoyed that too what well, I'm just starting throughout. Mm-hmm.
2: This movie does a lot of. We have to go to another planet, so we're just gonna. We have no ship. And we're just gonna walk off screen, and the next scene you're gonna see us at this planet. Did anyone else notice that? No. No, I did.
1: <laughs> like after the first heist, they have to go see. um and Voss. Well, Dragon Voss is on that planet. They, he shows up where the where the heist is supposed to happen. I know they just
2: feel like they're in the middle of nowhere. Then they walk off and, boom. and, and they're they're right they're where they're, they're supposed
1: to be. they, they, yeah. they have, a, they
0: have a stargate slightly offset. Okay, <laughs> we anyway. mixed our mediums. I digress. So, Did my
1: think, oh
0: yeah, no, oh uh, no, my least favorite scene is absolutely when they give him his last name of Solo. I hate that so much. Cannot stress that enough. Fuck this movie for that. <laughs> Everything else this movie does is forgivable in my eyes. I hate that part. Hate it. He's just disinterested. He's like, oh, you're alone, solo. And I'm like, this cheapens the coolness of your name so much. That's a cool story, though. No, it's not.
1: Corey, go ahead. He'll never tell it. You're right.
0: Yeah. It's a much better story coming out of Han's mouth, I hope.
1: (laughs) My least favorite scene is them suggesting that Chewbacca was a man-eating beast. I think that that's complete another horseshit garbage and my favorite scene is the castle run I thoroughly enjoyed the actual physical castle run I enjoyed Han deploying the escape pod which gives the falcon its unique shape I enjoyed the weird Cthulhu monster that was kind of in, in there I, I don't care about him one way or the other but it looked good and it just, you know, that the, it built, like, the, the tension you want with, like, come on, Beckett, get the coaxium in the fusion, like, all of that stuff, it felt the way that it should feel. He does the callback of, hey, remember when we did that thing? It didn't work. It will this time. Yeah. All of that stuff, really cool. I just kind of wish I had more Kessel Run.
0: That's how much I liked it. Corey's got a fever, and the only prescription okay. is more Kessel Run. That's correct.
1: He, he, I would have allowed him to do it in 20 parsecs if I could have gotten more of it. Are we going to get a cool droid in every spin-off Star Wars? I hope so, because L3 was fucking great. She might be the unsung, like my unsung favorite character in this. I liked her a lot. I do like K2SO a little bit more. But well, I, he said I'm, in this.
2: As I, understood, but I'm talking okay. about new droids. Yeah, as, far Star Wars as, as far as droids, I definitely like K2SO. I think, yeah, I, th- yes. I think I like K2SO.
0: I feel like they're trying too hard.
2: They might be. I think... I think. Like
0: her voice? To like, that's, uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Is she from anything? Yeah, I'm sure she is. Yeah. I've never seen anything she's been in. No I've idea. seen none of these things. But she is an actress, and she's been in things. She has, yeah. Oh, she's in Broadchurch.
1: I didn't watch that. I have not mean to watch that yeah. anyway. At least I've heard of that one.
2: All right, just real quick on L3. Yeah. Beca- I don't care either way. People made a big deal about it online. I just thought about it for far too long. Is Lionel Cabris gonna have sex with L three? Do they allude to that? They do allude to it. I th- I think no.
1: I don't think they have, but they allude that.
2: Amelia Clark asks, "How does that work?" And she goes, "It works." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that he loves her, right?
0: I think she's disillusioned, perhaps, towards but... the nature of their relationship, but, and she thinks that he's. I don't know. It's it's, it's a I don't want to read too much into it because I don't even know where to begin. It seems like it's one of those things
1: where she is, like L3 is trying to put herself in the shoes of a human. Right? Like so she Kira is like, oh me and Han can never work out. So to put herself on equal footing, she's like, yeah it's just like me and Lando.
2: Cause it's girl talk. Cause it's girl talk. Alright. I mean I think they added that line in there t- to be funny, but I think, I don't know, for me, it kind of took away, because I just th- I thought about
1: it for like ten minutes. Like, how would this work? <laughs> the the shoe mechanics of it are mind-boggling. Well, like, you know what? It also didn't help that when she got... got a pinch, right? We, yeah. <laughs> it didn't help that when she, like, went down, like, the way that Lando reacted to it. Alright, guys. <laughs> Heads out of the gutters. Ah, good choice of words there for yeah, nice. When she get when, when she, like. Gets blasted. Blasted. <laughs> <laughs> no ah, yes. There's no good way to do this. She gets shot. Uh, when she gets. Uh, it's still <laughs> She is injured in the battle. When she's injured in the battle. The way that Lando reacts to it. Yeah, well like he there's, he has, there's, there's, there's definitely a serious connection. There. There's, enough, there's yeah,
0: affection. There's there. so much companionship because right. I mean that's she might be his best friend. Probably up to he that. Probably point. is she's p-
2: probably the being that knows him the best.
1: Yeah. yeah, I and that's that's one of the things that I they do during the castle run that I appreciated. That's a little like tip of the hat to like hey, they some some of these people get to live on forever. Is when they interface her, essentially her GPS memory, into the Falcon.
2: Yeah.
1: And he looks up and is like, she's part of her now. and Like that, I kind of like that. I, I really did. Because I, I fell in love with L3. Yeah, she, she's. Like, I think of
0: saying it's on the nose, I think her just being part of the ship, we didn't mm-hmm. have to be like, she's part of the ship now.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's an Expo dump. It's a mini Expo dump, but. Like, like it on.
2: almost makes me wish in, uh, in the original. Movie, the original trilogy, they mentioned the Falcons L3 navigation. Yeah, that would be awesome. But that, that would be pretty cool.
1: If that's how they backed into it,
2: so when they remake all of them, they'll. Uh, <laughs> no, they're never going to remake them.
0: If they do, I feel like people are going to riot.
1: Probably. Oh, yeah. Yes, we would. Yeah,
0: let's not do that. The remake part, I mean. <laughs> feel free to riot. <laughs> that's your choice as an American citizen. That is true. Right against the fact that we don't have enough listeners. ZTH demands. What do we want? Listeners for ZTH. When do we want it? Sometime. <laughs> now is preferable,
1: though, if you don't mind.
0: It's a really long banner.
1: Yeah, it's weird. So we get into Matt's email, I guess?
0: Yeah, let's do that. Matt sent us an email with his thoughts about Solo. I'm going to have to paraphrase. Matt writes Solo, so many tie ins. I really enjoyed this film. Not my favorite Star Wars, but a damn good one. It had elements of Ocean's Eleven, Kelly's Heroes, Oliver Twist, and Fast and Furious. What is Kelly's Heroes? Checking them I don't know. I was shaking my head at Ocean's Eleven. Originally, yeah, I thought agree. he meant Hogan's Heroes, and I was like... Uh, Kelly's
1: Heroes is an action-adventure film from 1970.
0: So it's it's an action comedy from the 1970s. All right. It says, well-balanced all around. His, for the most part, his biggest gripe would be Han, just because he didn't look enough like Harrison Ford. That's not that's the problem. A, that's a personal thing for Matt. He even includes that. Lendo was awesome, and he liked Chewbacca too, and he really dug Kira, even Sound Space Dragons. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> the mall reveal was a huge shock to me, and I love where this movie sits in the continuity now. Kind of opposite Corey there. Yep. He really liked the escape pod loss, the main gun loss, and the addition of the nav computer. We got his rating for the rest of the email, so. We'll get to that in a moment. What we're going to do now is give you our ratings for Solo. If you don't know how it works, it's we give movies infinity stones, a number of infinity stones, based on how good we thought it is, from 1 to 6. What? Question mark. Question mark? <laughs> or question mark. <laughs> now it goes from 1 to 6. 1 is the low end, 6 is the high end. If you give it 6, you can also give it a gullet for the highest possible fantastic honors. And sequel. I'm
2: going to give this movie 3 stones. Again, for everything we said, I feel it's disjointed. I don't particularly care for our hero too much. Again, it's it's tough when you change directors late in the game, like they did. It's not. We've gotten bad Star Wars movies before, with especially with episodes one and two. This isn't on that level. I I think three is fair. I would probably say I would prefer. Episode three to this though, wow! So it kind of it kind of sits right there. I think episode three has more epic scenes, but yeah, I think three is fair. It's, it's just not quite above
1: average. It's it's the epitome of average. Corey, what do you got? It's hard for me to give this movie more than three stones. So I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give it three stones. There were it walking out of the theater. I, I literally turned to the people I was with and shrugged and was like, it was a movie.
0: I, they were like, we don't know you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I was alone. <laughs> no, I, I literally walked out thinking it was a movie. It, it, it didn't... It tickled... so There were moments where it like, tickled my Star Wars nerd. I was like, ooh, that was cool. And then they did something else. I was like, uh, I wish they hadn't. And it was busy. Like They could have cut out parts... It's huge parts of this movie and I don't think the movie' any worse for wear which isn't exactly you know what you want when making a two and a half hour long movie like it's not great so yeah uh, will I watch it again probably but not for my own free will and not anytime soon so three stones
0: as you can tell from my review of this movie I'm not crazy about it I think it's fairly solid I just wish it wasn't about Han Solo and I would view it in a more positive light if it was just about a smuggler and introduce new characters, which it does. It just happens to also supposedly star Han Solo, which is probably the most boring of all the characters that we get, unfortunately. I didn't love the pandering fan service. I like the ones that were subtle. I absolutely hate how he gets his name, and I hate the dice. I can't stress that enough. It's not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination. I've seen episode one and two. Those movies are garbage. This movie's considerably oh, much better than those the acting in this is way better oh, yeah. the acting performances in this movie are good I think Han is probably the weakest of the actors or Alden name Ardenrick? I can't pronounce <laughs> Aaron Rick Aaron Rick. Aaron Rick? Sure. sure. not that he does a bad job he's just a little bit behind everyone else in the movie at the end of the day I think this movie is fairly average it's low in my Star Wars rankings it's above all three prequels I think but not much else So I'm going to give this movie three stones. I would watch it again, because for a long movie, I I wasn't bored. I didn't feel like this movie drags on, even though it's busy. I wasn't ever like, man, when are they going to wrap this up so I can go home? So yeah, I think three stones is fair. And now for Matt's rating. Matt gives his rating of, he says, five stones for Solo. I hope someone can free me from my cage on Mimban soon so I can rejoin the crew for our next big score. If I've said it once, I've said it a th- hundred times. Go watch Rebels. She can get it. Matt. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Matt. He has said that about
2: a
0: thousand times. He has. And that concludes our review of Solo, a Star Wars story. I snuck it in there one more time. Let us know what you thought about Solo, or episode of Solo. There's a whole bunch of social media ways you can do that. The first of which is email, which is ethpodcast at gmail.com Boom. Um. <laughs> I lost my. It's like all like, the like just sucked out of your eyes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. sad, it's sad, guys.
1: Damn it, Tom!
0: Time to Time hang it
1: up. If <laughs> in a little bit. <laughs> 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 if I been drinking the beer would have been a great it moment. Been perfect. I should have.
0: We should have locked the eyes beforehand. Yeah. I would have known something was up. <laughs> it's
1: true. So you can also find us on Twitter at zth podcast. You can take a picture of uh, you in your Millennium Falcon escape pod and send it to us on Instagram at zth podcast.
2: Guys, Mark Zuckerberg created a social platform that we are on called Facebook. was it it a movie called The Social Network? It wasn't a movie called The Social Network. It's a good it's, movie. It's, it's all about it, even though it probably gets the facts really wrong. But that's neither here nor there. Facebook.com backslash ETH podcast or search for us in the Facebook search bar. Zeros talking heroes. Zeros and heroes end in ES.
0: And head over to iTunes and find us on there. If you're enjoying the show, give us a five-star rating. That's the one we want. And also, if you want to accompany that rating with a review, we'll read it on the air. And if that's too much work for you, if you're a lazy smuggler looking out for number one, just tell the rest of the members of your crew about this podcast. And have them listen to an episode or two and see if they like it, because there's a lot of downtime between scores. You guys are going to need something to talk about.
2: Also, a lot of you that listen have come up to me saying you feel you missed your shot emailing in a question for our 100th episode. Never do that. If you ask us a question about anything within reason, (laughs) we'll read it and we'll answer it.
0: But again, if you send us a troll question, expect a troll answer. You've been warned. Thanks for joining us here. Next time on Zero's Talking Heroes, we're going to be reviewing the movie The Spirit. You couldn't even hold that. That was a true guttural reaction for the (laughs) sequel. I'm sure this movie is going to be fantastic. Oh, boy. Can't wait. (laughs) So if you like the episodes where we review bad movies, the spirit is going to be for you. Tune in for that. feeling kind of fluish. Just me and Joe. I feel a phlegm coming up. This goddamn heat's making me crazy. All right. All right. (laughs) So thanks for joining us, and on behalf of everyone as usual, it's my job to let you know... That every movie out there is someone's favorite movie, so it'll probably become someone's new favorite movie.
1: Yeah, there's some kid, some young kid
0: that's in the Star- It's all about awesome, him. Yeah. Good night, everyone.